You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing ways on how you can potentially triple your case acceptance. Our guest is Dr. David Rice, who maintains a private practice and is an associate clinical professor at SUNY at Buffalo School of Dental Medicine. He is the founder of Ignite DDS and travels the country, inspiring dentistry's future to live their dream, have great success, and to make that same difference that has brought him so much joy. Dr. Rice, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. As you travel around the country working with new dentists every week, tell us about some of the concerns you have and that you consistently hear. You know, it's interesting. As I, as I talk to lots of dentists, the four biggest patient drivers just keep coming up over and over again. And, and the number one patient driver and the number one thing patients are looking for being convenience really hits home, especially right now in dentistry. And, and, and I always think of like, you know, what drives convenience for most people? And it's, it's money and it's time. And both of those are, are very top of mind. For patients today and practices all over the country. So money and time, and, and how does that relate to the typical dentist that's out there working every day? We, I guess we, we all have to find ways to deliver on what patients want most being convenience. And, you know, there's some other drivers out there with insurance and reviews and technology, but really if what's top of mind for most people today is convenience. And we have to be we have to know that for them, they're thinking about how long they're going to spend in our practice. They're thinking about time away from work, time away from their kids, and they're thinking about how much everything costs and the value behind it. We, we've got to figure out how we can deliver excellent dental care with those two parameters every single time. Is this happening in both the insurance-driven and fee-for-service practices? It is, you know, I, I think it's absolutely it is. So everybody at the end of the day, I think, looks at value, right? What they're paying for something, is it worth it to them? And I think if you look at how a patient defines that in an insurance-driven practice versus a fee-for-service practice, maybe, maybe that value proposition is different. You know, maybe insurance-driven patients lean more towards, you know, is this procedure covered or not covered versus a, a fee-for-service patient who may be thinking more along the lines of, you know, how do I fit this financially into my budget? How does this work on the timing side for me with everything that's going on in my life? But, I, you know, I, I have to believe at the end of the day, at least from what we're seeing, that it's still about you know, what do I need as a patient? What do I need now as a patient versus what can wait? What can I do later? Um, how can I buy more time? How can I figure out how to get more value out of everything that's being done? And, you know, how do I feel about, how do I feel good about you, you know, as, as Dr. Whomever delivering that? Right. So with time and money being so tight these days for so many patients, um, what, what does a dentist do? What's the best way to approach this? You know, I think there's some things that have stood the test of time. And I, and I, would, I would argue that they're just even more important today. So, I, you know, I look at three things in my practice all day, every day. The, the first one is 
as a team, you know, dentist, hygienist, assistant, admin, we have to connect with our patients emotionally. That's number one. You know, we're all taught to talk to them about the technical side of dentistry. Patients don't necessarily understand that. You know, roughly 15% of them are analytically driven. The rest are not. So first, we have to connect emotionally. Second thing we need to do is we've got to figure out how to tie that emotion, you know, whatever drives that specific person to what they need, you know, and or what they want clinically. And then I think the third piece today, which is why those first two are really more important than they've ever been, is even when we do that well, because time and money are so top of mind for patients, we often have to figure out how we're going to prioritize treatment or segment treatments so we can, you know, buy them more time to do dentistry the right way, or they're going to choose to do dentistry the wrong way or not at all. Can you give us an example based on a case that you're working on that would demonstrate the best way to approach this? Entirely. Yeah. In fact, I just had a patient this morning. This this happens all day, every day, but this morning was uh, a, a really a great example. So I had a gentleman come in. He hasn't been to the dentist in about six years. He wants good dental care. He's ready for good dental care. However, he has an overwhelming amount of dental needs, as you'd imagine, for someone who hasn't you know, been to see somebody for six years. So he's got some periodontal disease. He's got some decay. And he has major wear on his teeth, major wear. So if you looked in his mouth like we did today, what you noticed is um, he, he needs crowns on virtually all of his teeth so we can open his bite. We can protect the, the um, teeth that are worn, that are cracked. We've got to replace, you know, it's the 35-year-old amalgam restorations that are, you know, they finally come term. And, you know, you look at a patient like that today and, you know, that's a that's a thirty thousand plus dollar treatment plan. So what I think happens all too often is patients choose to either not do it and they disappear for another six years or they choose to selectively lose teeth. And, you know, both of those are are bad options, in my humble opinion. So for this gentleman what we figured out how to do was long-term temporize his teeth. So basically, we're going to prepare um, him for full mouth rehabilitation. We're going to end up crowning most of his teeth so we can open his vertical dimension. We, we, we can protect his teeth. But that buys us time to treat him periodontally, to take care of the decay, and I think, you know, really most importantly, to make sure that he doesn't actually have to lose any teeth. And, you know, that's not something we could do all that well years ago, but we can today. One of the questions I want to ask you is how do you buy that time? How do you help them? How do you help the patients get the dentistry they need uh, in a manner that works for them? That, what you just said was a great example. And how does that affect case acceptance? Because the title of the program is how to triple your case acceptance. Yeah. So, you know, again, him being just the most perfect example I could demonstrate for you is when you start looking at case acceptance, what I would argue um, or I guess challenge most dentists with 
is if a patient only accepts to work on one or two teeth, or they accept to do their periodontal treatment, but they don't accept to do the restorative phase, then we really don't have case acceptance. We really have um, piecemeal dentistry, and that means their care level goes down, and that means from a business standpoint in our practice, if you were to say, what's our happy win with all of this? It means that you know we're not doing the type of dentistry we want to be doing that is very, very productive in addition to being you know, just outright the standard of care in dentistry today. So this gentleman now is going to come in with a full case acceptance on a treatment plan that's going to be extended over time. So what we're going to do for him is we're going to use, um, we're going to use a great material. It's called Luxacrown. It buys us up to five years in a patient's mouth as a long-term temporary. And I'm a fan of technology. So for those of you who have it, you know, please use it. There's, there's more than one way to do this. But what I like about Luxacrown is uh, you don't have to have technology. So you don't have to be able to scan. You don't have to be able to mill. You don't have to be able to 3D print or outsource to a lab to, to do something like this. We're literally going to prepare his entire mouth, and we're going to long-term temporize with Luxacrown, which buys us five years. So on the, on the big case acceptance, big case was accepted today. Then what we'll be able to do is treat his periodontal disease first, win. Come back, and as we treat all of these teeth, remove the decay, do the core buildups, uh, temporize with Luxacrown, win, and then we can serially come back and definitively treat in segments. So our plan for him is get everything temporized and then immediately come back and get his upper six teeth, so six through 11, and definitively restore them with ceramics. And then next year, we're gonna come back, finish his maxillary arch, and the following year, we'll come back and we'll work on his mandible. And we can do that in one fell swoop, or we can break that into three segments as well because we've bought ourselves up to five years of time. So yeah, the patient a, gets the best treatment, we win. Yeah, it's awesome. So awesome. So this material, which is still considered a temporary material, it's not a ceramic. What is the material made out of? It's a similar material to what most of us have been using in that physical field. It's just reinforced. Um, you know, the strength of the material is amazing. The polishability of the material is amazing. And, and you and I can then loot that restoration, you know, either temporarily or with a more like a semi-permanent cement and it can last five years. It's let me it's ask you great. This. I, so I, I yeah. just from devil's advocate um, and for the, you know, benefit of our listening audience, which is growing rapidly. Um, what would you say if someone said, well, this temporary is so good it lasts for five years, you may not come back for the permanent work. Love that question. So uh, what I would liken that to is the argument that we used to be told was never make any temporary so nice that a patient will <laughs> right. come back. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> remember that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like, don't but make as, it too As an endodontist, I never had that problem. Long. So I never made them that. <laughs> don't worry. I, I never worried about that. They always came back. When am I getting my <laughs> permanent ground? But there you go. you're a lot better dentist than I was as, as a general dentist or as a restorative dentist. So very curious to hear what you have to say. Sure. I know this product is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a lot about it from KOLs, but I'm 
I know that the listeners in their mind are thinking, hey, if I make this thing last five years and it's a temporary, what is what is the best answer for that? So I, I'm going to say the first answer, it, Pareto's principle, so 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, if you're even worrying about that at all, it's a non-worry. 20% of the time, of course, you're going to have a patient who's going to say, well, if I can get five years, then I'd like to get all five years. To that, I say, um, I'm not really worried about that because if all of a sudden I'm getting lots of comprehensive treatment plans from patients who are telling me maybe or no or piecemealing, then at the end of the day, all my patients are getting the best care. And I have enough volume of patients who are circulating through my practice that I'm always pulling off Luxacrown and restoring teeth. Right. So I'm going to get to those patients either way. And it's also the trust factor that you have incredible amounts of um, integrity and the patients trust you and they know that you're out for their uh, well-being as far as their their oral health. And if you say, hey, this is a great interim solution, but in the long run, you're not going to get the protection indefinitely with these temporaries, although they're fantastic and they buy some time, you need to have them done with ceramic and here's why. And if you have that relationship with the patient, you're saying 80% of them will absolutely come back and continue on if finances allow. Absolutely. And, and you know, so we, so to your point, one, it's, a, it's about the relationship build, which is kind of why we started with that emotional connector. We have to mm -hmm. have the relationship. We have to have trust or none of this happens anyway. Right. And then, you know, the second piece of it is we're setting timelines in our treatment plan. So the patient example this morning is we phase his entire plan. This is what happens first. Next, we're taking off the front six. Next year, we're going to immediately start with the rest of the maxillary arch. The following year, we're going to hit the mandible. So everything is part of a very succinct plan that a patient says yes to, agrees to, and and uh, I've just never found it to be a concern. I've, I've, um, <laughs> I've never given a patient an ugly temporary in 26 years for the purpose of them uh, you know, coming back for me to do the definitive one. So right, I'm, right. I'm not real worried about this one. <laughs> no, I hear you. Well, that, yeah. that's been great insight, um, Dr. Rice. And the name of the product is Luxa Crown, correct, by DMG correct. America? Yes. Okay. So that you can find out more information about Luxa Crown by Googling it or just going to DMG America's website. They also do webinars with Viva Learning on, on various topics. So check into that. And Dr. Rice has been phenomenal with, with his webinars and also previous podcasts. So please tap into those. And uh, Dr. Rice, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk, and we look forward to having you on future podcasts. Absolutely. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Just so you know, you can access all of our episodes on Viva Learning's website at vivalearning.com or on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher.